Hello and welcome back to the Next Step podcast. I am your host, Maria Lynch. You are tuned into episode four of the podcast where I have my very first guest, home and power, personal trainer, horticulturist, and all around organic fitness food lover, um, and really a fun and interesting guy. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and I do apologize in advance for the few slight pauses that you may notice um, in this recording as we did have a few technical difficulties. But other than that, um, thanks as always for listening and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so today on the podcast, I have Coleman Power from Coleman Power Organic Fitness on Instagram. Coleman is originally from Waterford, but is based in Cork at the moment. He has a master's in horticulture and is an all-round lover of organic food and health and wellness. So I hope I covered everything there, Coleman, but if not, I leave you jump in and uh, add to that. Yeah, I suppose not. <laughs> Thanks for the, the intro. I suppose I'm following that. I'm just to give the listeners a small bit of a background about myself. I'm 30 years old. I have, as you said, that master's degree in organic horticulture. I studied horticulture for four years, went and did a small bit of traveling in Australia, came back and all the time interested in foods, training and just being a healthy individual and kind of matching the foods and the time that I was putting into my training to maximize the benefits of the outcome that I was getting. And I suppose what we can expand on whatever questions we're going to get touched on in this podcast. So that's uh, kind of who I am and being a personal trainer as well as an organic grower. I, I, I come, from, come from both sides of the spectrum. You can't have train a bad diet, but it's important to train to improve on your body composition as well as your mental health and positivity yeah. comes with that too. Yeah, great, because it's the it's the mental health side of things, Coleman, that I'm very interested in. And, you know, I like to look at the when you're trying to improve yourself, I like to look at a person or the body as a whole system, that mind and body connection. You know, it's not just about getting out there and lifting weights or going running. There's the whole um, mental side of it as well and getting motivated and staying motivated. So what's your what's your tips on motivation? Uh, motivation is is something that I must touch on and with people that I train and I mentor I have a, an organic fitness program that I bring people through one of the first questions is after I ask them their current height their current weight their age and their activity levels is what's their what's their goal because when you have a goal you have a target when you have a target you work towards it and whatever target it's like kind of putting on a pair of, what do you call it uh, either blindfold or covering your eyes and taking a shot at a target, you don't really know whether you hit it or not. And some people say, oh, I don't have time to sit down and write down exactly what I want. But sometimes you actually really, really 100% need to slow down before you can speed up. If you don't know what you want, or if you don't have a specific goal or target, whether it be in relation to a fitness goal, reduction of body fat, improved muscle tone, the whole idea of it is you'll do training at random, you eat foods at random, and you get such a random result that you'll feel... What's the point of it? And I suppose that's, that's something that I do right now in the, in the video shot. I have like goal boards that are behind me. And what I do is what I recommend. I recommend people to have six to eight week goals. Following that, I want people to have six month goals. I want to have year goals. And then there's longer 
um, targets that you set for yourself, whether it be relationship, whether it be personal, whether it be business and financial, all in between, all inclusive of personal development. And I'm a firm believer in that. And positivity comes with you setting out targets and achieving them, whether they be small wins every day. And I suppose that's what I do myself. And anybody that comes into contact with me will tell you that I'm driven because I have small incremental wins every day. And I, I, this morning, I put up on my Instagram the fact that it was cold, it was wet, it was windy, but I have something that I've written down on a piece of paper. On journal, I do a little bit of journaling as well on goals boards, and it's the target that I need to do things that are difficult because if you do the things that are easy, your life will be hard. It's one of the quotes that I have. And if you do the things that are hard, such as the training, such as the food choices, and it's difficult to think positive all the time, but the thing is, what you do, it's the majority of the time, because what you do the majority of the time will actually get you the majority of results. That comes into food choices, that comes into hanging around with positive people, that all these things help. And right now, there's a load of doom and gloom things. But anything that I put out in either social media, it'll be TikTok, whether it'll be Facebook, it'll be Instagram, or my podcast that I put out weekly, it's what I want people to do is I want them to consume the majority of the time, information that will benefit you. There's so much information out there that doesn't benefit us, things we can't do. I'll never mention something that we can't do because what you focus on really will expand. You focus on your foods, you can control your foods, you can control your thoughts, you can control the people that you hang around with and live with for the most part. And if you can't, you minimize that to your best, your ability. And Absolutely. I suppose that's where Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you completely there, Coleman. I'm um, a firm believer in surrounding yourself with you know, with how you want to feel. So like, if you want to feel more positive, surround yourself with positive people. Or if you want to feel more confident, surround yourself with more confident people. So it is really important who you're around and what you're consuming on the news and social media and stuff like that, and who you're watching. So that's a great tip. Um, as regards to the, the organic food and stuff like that, can you tell me a little bit about that? And is that something that you've always been interested in? Because I know me, myself, I try and shop organic a little bit. But I have to be honest, it's always a thing where I'm like, it's always that bit more expensive. And I just can't help it but go for the carrots for the 49 cents rather than buying them for three times the price. I know you probably hate hearing that, but it's just the kind of a thing that, you know, you automatically, you, you battle with. You're like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to go for the cheaper one. So can you tell me, why it's best to eat organic? What are the benefits and why we should be doing more of that? Well, I suppose I'll tell you the main difference is the price of something is never paid for it at the counter if it's worth the value of 49 cents. If you have ever grown something yourself, whether it be yourself, your partner, your family members, you'll know the time, the dedication, the effort that goes into it. And I put that kind of comparison in relation to fitness. Like you don't get fit in a week. You don't get fit in six weeks. It's for life and it takes time and dedication. And that that costs as a cost uh, loss fallacy. And when you see something that is, we'll say double the price, or even I'll give you an example of the likes of maybe organic eggs is something that I highly recommend to people to consume. And Organic oats is another thing. Why? Because those are literally those three things you can actually live off because complex carbohydrates, the body's first source of energy is in the oats and flavins being me being from Waterford, I'm a highly uh, recommended uh, individual to put those things forward and eggs being a complete protein and healthy fats. That's the three things the body runs off. But mm -hmm. the thing is, it's 
not people can say, oh, well, Coleman, the studies to say that there's no significant difference in relation to nutritional value. And a lot of people fight me for that. And I say, well, you can have a fight with me and I'll, I'll give it to you. You win. Okay. And have it. You say there's no significant difference in nutritional value. With organic foods, it's not what's always in it. It's actually what's not in it. There's no, and there's in, when you register with a, a Irish governing body, and it has the logo or the green symbolized logo. You can look out for those on anything that's labeled organic. Okay, the fact is that it has been regularly tested and there's yearly inspections and it doesn't contain the likes of harsh chemicals such as Roundup. Okay, and glyphosate being that active ingredient in Roundup. And for those of you that don't know or haven't come across the likes of Roundup, you may have seen it in the likes of your garages or your, your family members. And it's used for spraying the periphery edges of the likes of weeds in your garden. Okay, that can be used on large commercial farms. And that's strictly forbidden with the likes of organic growers or people who grow their own vegetables in their garden. And that's one of the main differences. And the other significant difference is the fact that it has higher antioxidants. There are studies to say that it's higher antioxidants. What are antioxidants? To put it in its most simplest form, because I'm a simple man, I'm quite visual, I'm quite hands-on. So literally, Pac-Man, everyone knows what Pac-Man is, okay? Those are antioxidants and the likes of the free radicals. Pac-Man eats the free radicals. As a result of that, neutralizes them. So what that does is it reduces stress on the body. So organic food has higher antioxidants. So that means when we eat organic vegetables or fruits, or any produce that contains higher antioxidants, it reduces stress in the body. When you reduce stress in the body, you have increased energy levels. And so I don't know if there's anybody that doesn't want more energy levels, because when you have more energy levels, you're much more ready to train. When you're much more ready to train, whether it be walk, whether it be run, whether it be jog, sprint, home, hit workouts, added weight, you are able to change your body composition. When you're able to change your body composition, it's a knock-on effect to the likes of you changing you and increasing your dopamine. Dopamine and serotonin are the two happy hormones. So I suppose, in a nutshell, I want people to consume more organic vegetables. <laughs> so therefore, you reckon in the long run, it's better for us to, you know, um, put out the cost, I suppose, in the organics, um, fruit and vegetables from the start so that we're not maybe, um, you know, it's not maybe costing us um, more on our health or that we're not, um, you know, putting our money into things to try and fix our health in down the road or in years to come. So you reckon... Certainly, that's... Totally. That's a point that I mightn't have touched on in between the likes of the break in the communications. But the fact is that you either pay for it now or you pay for it long term. Okay, Your health is your wealth. Most people end up spending money on medication, whether it be skin care, whether it be uh, the types of antibiotics to improve their overall gut health. All those things are found in foods. And the best type of foods, there's no type of particular best type of diet. This is my personal opinion. You can go keto, paleo, vegetarian. You can name it the standard diet. I don't recommend keto. That's quite difficult. But the fact is that you can and will improve and the best type of foods, your health, the best type of foods for your health are organic foods. Why? Because they're the gold standard. They have higher antioxidants. They don't contain harsh chemicals. And as a result of that, you improve gut health. How many people are talking about the improved gut health for your immune system right now? Your immune system, your gut health is linked with skin, is linked with improved, increased energy levels. Why? Because when you naturally increase and improve your gut health, you increase the microorganisms in your stomach. Those are the little lads who break down material. And they increase the likes of vitamins and minerals in your body. Again, when you have more vitamins and minerals in your body. You increase Increase the amount of uh, energy production in your body. So in the long term, it's talk, it's like health isn't just a short game. It's not just for six weeks. It's not just for the likes of whatever ninety days. It's a much longer scheme than that. I mean, you have to think about the idea of do you want to be healthy just 
or just eat healthy foods right now today? Or do you want to eat the best type of foods for you for the periphery duration of your life? And that's what I get people to think about uh, more so than just the short term of it, this is quick fix. I'll just eat and eat this type of food because it's relatively cheap. And I suppose that's why it's important for like finding what works for you. Because for somebody who doesn't eat organic at all, it might be a big task to undertake just to go out and start buying everything organic. So if what kind of advice would you give to somebody who wanted to start improving their their overall health? What type of foods, like what would be your top three organic foods to, to start with? It's lovely. I love this type of question. It's where I was really lined up for them. So the types, there are different types of foods and vegetables that are much more important to get than others. Okay. As a general rule, this is the general rule straight off the bat. If we typically don't eat the skin, that's less likely uh, going to have an effect on your overall health. So we'll just give the ones a banana. So not typically the most important thing are avocados. So the ones that we do eat the skin of, whether it be dark leafy greens. Why? Because when the chemicals are sprayed onto these crops and produce, the fact is we're the end consumer of that direct skin that comes in contact with the sprays and the chemicals. So that's your dark leafy greens, spinach, whether it be kale, whether it be broccoli, broccoli, would be another one that would be highly recommended. Apples too. Those and why I recommend also to get and consume the, the dough likes of those is most people will tell you, oh, well, you can maybe peel the skin off the apples. But most of the benefits of the and fiber is found either in the skin or just below. Same with potatoes. So I recommend people for added fiber and added benefits, make sure you eat your potato skins. You can also fry them the next day. So typically that'll be the one of the most important things, your dark leafy greens are most important following that then is your protein source protein source whether it be if you eat meat uh, that would be quite preferable why because the fact of meat uh, organic meat doesn't have in its life cycle the likes of antibiotics uh, used in it so that's the main difference between meat and uh, organic and conventional so when you are choosing the likes of a plant-based protein whether it be tempeh whether it be tofu or hemp seeds those are three complete protein uh, protein sources that I highly recommend you to get them organic. Why? Because tofu and tempeh are similar. They're a meat substitute that vegans and vegetarians need to consume their diet to bump up their protein content. And you can hit your protein targets on a vegan and a vegetarian lifestyle. And I've done those type of diets as well. And I would have them daily uh, on a, and organically due to the fact that why they are not genetically modified seeds used in the production of soya products. So that just means GMO means genetically modified seeds. And that means, again, the genetically modified seeds can tolerate the likes of sprays, such as glyphosate. So again, you're eliminating toxins. And I suppose those are the three things that I would recommend people to start adding into their diet. Firstly, choosing something that's dark leafy greens and the fruits with soft fruit, such as berries and or apples. And then the third one would be a protein source. Why? Because that's just something that reduces some of the toxins in your body to improve and increase your energy levels. Okay, cool. Um, so I am a another big believer in magnesium. So someone like me who has suffered with anxiety for a lot of their life, um, I found that that supplement really worked well for me to, you know, calm the nervous system. And um, a lot of Irish people are um, deficient in magnesium without even knowing it. And I have found out that the our soil is very much depleted of this mineral in Ireland. So my question to you is, is that got anything to do with um, 
organic side of things. So like if you were to eat your, um, if you were to get your magnesium sources, say from organic um, vegetables rather than the, the normal run-of-the-mill um, vegetables, is there a difference there with the, the magnesium that you're going to get? That's quite a good question, a quite detailed question. And I'll touch on it maybe from two different ways. Uh, and this is where people will say, there's some studies to say that organic is better uh, nutritionally and conventional is better. But the thing is, it's where the soil, it's about the soil and where the vegetables are grown. So in organics, vegetables have to be grown in the soil, but they have to use regenerative agriculture, such as adding in either farm manure or adding in seaweed. That will increase the nitrogen nutrition value. And magnesium is such an important vitamin and, vitamin and mineral in your diet. Why? Because it increases the light or reduces the likes of your anxiety. It speeds up muscle recovery and it's used for over 300 processes in the body. So for me to tell you directly that consuming it from organic is best, it's quite determined on the likes of the soil. It's not, and that's quite a debatable thing whether organic soil has higher magnesium than conventional. Really depends on the site. So there are three, if not four main things that are high in magnesium that I recommend to people to have every single day, okay? Dark leafy greens, I know I've touched on why they're important, why not only could get them organically, because they're high in magnesium, massively high in either rocket, spinach, or kale. Have them every single day. And the next one is the likes of pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are not only high in the likes of magnesium, but they're also high in zinc, which is good for your immune system, and following that, it's also a healthy fat, which helps you break down the likes of fat-soluble vitamins. That's vitamin A, vitamin D, and vitamin K. So those things are either need to add into your diet every single day, and then after that, then you're still not hitting your daily recommended amount of 300 milligrams a day, and that comes from tracking or understanding where your magnesium is coming from, any of the other foods you eat, or highly recommend to supplement after your whole foods first. Great advice. And I do, I take my, my spinach every day, so you'll be glad to hear that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Um, you actually mentioned to me as well about parsley tea and can you tell me what are the benefits of parsley tea and why what, <laughs> you're drinking it now are you um, right now brilliant and is it is it an easy drink to to consume or does it take a little bit of a time to get accustomed to it well, I suppose just like anything, if you're new to it, your taste buds would have to adapt. But it's the thing that I know it's something that's beneficial to me. Why? Because it's one of the organic fitness herbs that I highly recommend to people on the program. And it contains, it's one of the top five antioxidant herbs. It's quite easy to grow. So if people can't buy it or can't get it, I recommend them to grow it themselves in a pot. Four or five seeds, numerous shoots come out. You can have it for months on end. You literally chop off the outer leaves. As a result of that, you're getting vitamin C, you're getting vitamin A, and you're getting iron from something you grew yourself in a pot. Simple. But the main benefit of it is it's called an antioxidant called lutein and zeaxanthin, also found in egg yolks. Okay, this might be a bit sciencey, but just remember, it's an antioxidant that can improve blood flow to the back of the eye. So it improves concentration without the likes of the negative effects from caffeine. I don't tolerate a lot of caffeine in my diet why because i'm quite sensitive to it i never really drank a lot of caffeine growing up so if i drink caffeine i the come down off it is unbelievable i have a lot of energy but god i've had it a couple of times there in the last i'm gonna say five years about three o'clock i'm dying of death as they say in band i'm dying of death <laughs> yeah it doesn't affect everybody the same I, I i choose not to drink it either so um i'm willing to give the parsley tea a try i won't knock it till i try it as they say so um 
Yeah. And if somebody wants to start growing their own vegetables, like how hard uh-huh. is that to do? Can Do we do it inside? Do we do it outside? Do we need a greenhouse? What do we need just to, to get up, just to get started? I suppose to get started, what they say is you can't gain the advantage of something you do not do. You have to put a seed in the ground or in a pot. And depending on what you want to grow, I recommend herbs firstly. Why? Because it can be grown in a pot. And as a result of that, then you can get a quick crop and you can get in parsley, coriander, dill. These are all things that go well in stir fries or with fish. Dill goes quite well if you eat fish. And the fact is, then after that, if you want to grow more plants, such as tomatoes, you'll need the likes of a warm windowsill or a python or a glasshouse. I suppose those would be the main ones to grow. Uh, French beans uh, would be in need of a polytunnel. And potatoes you can grow in a bucket. Like, depending on the crop, like, you can, like, depending on your site, I help, I also help people with that. I do mentoring, uh, site visits, and how to grow your own because uh, I suppose I'm trained in it, and that's exactly what I love to do. What I do is what I recommend. Very good. Uh, okay, Coleman, you're an absolute wealth of knowledge and I could really chat to you all day long, but I know you value your time and I really appreciate you coming on. Where can people find you if they're interested in organic food or organic um, your organic fitness program? Where can they find you? Well, my three main social media platforms will be Instagram, Coleman Power Organic Fitness, which I'm just actually after releasing as of Friday, whenever this podcast comes out, it was the date two days ago. The fact is that it's an ebook with over 40 different recipes, all single ingredient organic foods that you can either grow a little bit of your own and or get them at country markets. Why? Because it's nutrient dense and it's typically lower calorie. It's better for you. We already touched on that. And like I said, Instagram, Facebook, Coleman Power. TikTok, Coleman Power Organic Fitness. If you're not on that, that's a lot of fun. And other than that, you can send me messages directly, as I said, in DM, private messages, and I voice note record back messages mostly because um, it's much more personal and uh, that's the way I communicate with most people. Brilliant. Coleman, thank you so much for your time. You're honestly a wealth of knowledge and really appreciate you coming on and being my first guest on the Next Step podcast. Thank you so much. It's a lawyer to be a guest on your podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much, Coleman. Really appreciate it.